The Jonestown Massacre Before the attack of 9-11, this tragic event marks the largest loss of civilian lives in the United States that was not caused by a natural disaster. November 18, 1978 is not a day that will be forgotten. The founder of the cult who all decided to take their own lives was Jim Jones, who was born on May 31, 1931, in Indiana. In his 20s, he began to work as a Christian minister in small churches. However, he wanted to start a church of his own, and in order to raise money to do so, he began going door-to-door selling things to people, such as live monkeys. In the 1950s, he met his goal and founded the People Temple, a church that focused on helping others, attracting members by making people feel as if they were giving back to their community. It did not take much time at all for the congregation to grow. Jones and his family seemed like the perfect fit to run a church. He put on an act making others think he wanted what was best for everyone, Little did everyone know he was a monster. First being located in Indiana, Jones moved his congregation to California in the 60s. He felt the area was more open-minded after receiving negative attention from the media to win the public officials over and dial down the suspicion. He donated money to multiple charities. He appeared as someone who wanted social equality and racial justice, which attracted his followers. He felt that in the United States, he and his people would not be respected. In the 70s, he again had to relocate due to more negative reports and moved his thousand followers to the Gyanzi jungle, promising them they would create their own utopian society. People who had previously followed him claimed that he tried forcing them to give up their homes belongings, and even custody of their own children. Some were even beaten and reported him for performing fake cancer treatments. However, Jones's followers did not get the paradise they were promised. Members worked long days in the field and would face harsh punishments if they questioned Jones's authority. Their passports and medicines were taken away and they faced many tropical diseases, and some from mosquitoes. Their letters and phone calls were censored, and everyone was affected by their father's mental health that had gotten worse due to his addiction to drugs. He occasionally required the members of the People's Temple to practice mock suicide drills in the middle of the night. Not to mention the nearest source of water was seven miles away, and all of the roads were muddy. The feature that Jones cared about the most was being isolated from society. Guyana provided this, as well as people in the America. The government of Guyana, located 150 miles from Jones's settlement, was not fond of Jones nor his ideas either. They did not see him, his family, and the members of the People's Temple as a religion or church. They saw them all as a cult and did not approve of their ways and rituals. The government officials foreshadowed the disaster he would bring to their country. They were correct. There was a reason he chose Guyana. He picked their country because it was weak at the time and he saw
it as an opportunity to influence many people into joining him. In November of 1978, a U.S. representative from California, Leo Ryan, was informed of people at Jonestown being held against their will. He arrived at Guyana, followed by news reporters, photographers, and family members of those trapped there. Jim Jones welcomed them and gave them an evening filled with dinners and entertainment. He even agreed to meet with the reporters. Upon waiting at a nearby jungle airstrip to leave Jonestown, Ryan and those who were leaving with him were ambushed by gunmen Jones had sent to kill them all. People have always wondered what made Jim Jones turn so evil after consistently preaching social and racial equality. His madness was actually rooted in his childhood back in Indiana. Testimonies say he has always had a need to control people, be deceitful, and show anger to those who abandon or betray him. He was always considered a loner as a child. To avoid being alone, he would even occasionally lock his playmates in his parents' barn as they watched him do experiments on animals. Afterward, Jones would perform funeral ceremonies for them. He was always obsessing over religion, Hitler, and was infatuated by death. One of his friends, Chuck Wilmer, even claimed to have seen him kill a cat with a pocket knife. He's always had the ability to be a murderer, although he seemed humble on the outside. Leading to their final days, Jones required certain drills he referred to as white knights. These rituals provided proved he had been planning everyone's death since the beginning. White knights were mock suicide drills where Jones would talk through a speaker. No one else was allowed to speak. White knight, white knight, get to the pavilion, run, your lives are in danger, he would call. After everyone was to run to the center of the camp, there was a meaning behind the name. Jim Jones had convinced his people that the United States had been putting African Americans in concentration camps. The term white knight signified American soldiers coming to take them all away. He claimed he was protecting them, and once everyone came to the middle, they were to drink Kool-Aid or be forced to. Adults and children had to take part in this. The death toll at Jonestown on November 18, 1978, was 909 people. One-third of this number was children. Jones had told his followers that people were coming to torture them and that they, there was a better way out a revolutionary act, as he called it. Younger members were the first to die, having put cyanide and fruit juice powder in their throat. Adults would drink the poison. This is where the phrase drinking the Kool-Aid originated from. When officials arrived, many died with their arms around each other, and they found the leader, Jim Jones, sitting in a chair with a bullet wound in his head from where he sh had shot himself. There was even a recording found that helped investigators determine what exactly happened that night. 
33 managed to survive and escape the madness of Jim Jones and the massacre he caused.